Welcome back to the Race Touch Podcast. This is episode two. Dan and Ash. Here we are. Again. Ashley. Daniel. How much of Adelaide did you see? Enough. So we'll kick, kick of straight it. into it Adelaide. All right. So Adelaide 500, or probably saw about, I don't know, uh, 70% of the coverage, 60%. Not all of it, but a lot of it. Well, no, I did. Yeah. It was good. Um, great race and great track. Good that they brought it back to four days and brought it back with a bang. There's a lot of media outlets have been saying. Yeah. I've heard a good thing. I think they've put uh, a lot of reporting around 250,000 over the four days. 250,000 attendants. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's that's not good. Bad. In compar- okay, in comparison to other, other park with about 400,000. Yeah. But obviously much uh, bigger place, much bigger mm-hmm. events. Yeah. Like international. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's good. We're, we're looking at going next year. Simply from all the good things we've heard. Absolutely. So we've already got the hotel room booked, but just need to get the tickets now on the ticket list. Yeah. So that's yeah. one of many events we'll be attending. We've got um, so much on next year. Oh, yeah. Next year we we feel this year we've built the foundations of race nuts, and next year we... um. If you're at a Victorian-based racetrack at anything higher than there's like a club-level racing the highlight of you will see us there. Yeah, even if it is club level. But club racing, it's only just likely. Yeah, yeah, it's likely we might be floating around, but um, yeah, but yeah, that Adelaide reeling us back to the Adelaide five hundred. Um, only good things. Um, watching the coverage, awesome. Track is awesome. I just, I like the. I love a good straight track, one that incorporates a lot of part overtaking. It's very, uh, it's very old school. Yeah, very, yeah. And I think that's why TCM goes so well on it too. It's because it's got the kind of cars to like hit those curbs in the center chicane and yeah. all that. So, well, this is the big thing now. And we heard a lot of it, especially the success, a lot of comments of, um, bring back the Grand Prix from one day to go back there. Modern Formula One wouldn't fit. No. It's too, no. Like, not even ignoring the track. I think the track would, well, the track would need major upgrades to go. To an FIA safety rating. Absolutely. Because yeah. that was brought in in 95, I think it was. Yeah. 96 was the first year of the Australian Grand Prix when they brought in the grade, the grade one certification to, to be Grand Prix circuit. Yeah. So they obviously never had to comply with that. So they'll, they'll have to upgrade the circuit. Yeah, absolutely. For, well, half of the Adelaide circuit is how close you get to the walls. Yeah, so it's not necessarily how close to get the wall with the runoffs. And, yeah, um, like I can imagine uh, the final corner where it's just grass being a major issue. Oh yeah, because well, it just goes straight across the top. Yeah, yeah, and like a touring car or a tin top will maybe dig in there where from one car where it's mainly just ground effect might not. Yeah, but um, yeah, they had plenty of categories there. Uh, I think the S five thousand was there. I'm if it I'm was, correct there, so. So yeah. obviously up to a standard of an open wheel car, which is awesome. Yeah. I didn't actually um I don't know how, but now thinking about it, I managed to avoid all S five thousand coverage. I caught <laughs> I caught one race, I was as you know, I was away for uh business I was yeah. only able to watch probably the last couple of hours uh, probably an hour and a half worth of coverage prior to race twenty seven and then yeah. only race twenty eight on playback. Yeah. So I caught I think it might have been race three of S5000 for the first Super 2 race. Yeah. 
And um, it was all right. It was classic guest five thousand. Yeah. Uh, Did they have car. like a good amount of cars in the field? Fielding like nine, nine cars nine. or ten cars or something uh, like that. Car, yeah. Like, from what we're hearing, like through Speedcap and stuff, that category is in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Even to the point of it's only just been announced yesterday when we we're recording this that yeah. um, don't know if S4 Field's gonna be there next year, and not yeah. just at the LA Fire in general, but yeah. it seems that there's rumbles of real questions if. It can continue at all because no. the car the cars are in the country. The people that have the cars, people just can't afford to run. We saw it at yeah. the Grand Prix two years ago when they Tw- brought twenty out, odd cars, uh, twenty plus. I don't think it would have been more than twenty, but it would have been somewhere was, between fifteen and twenty. Yeah, there's something close to that. Yeah. So the cars are here. They just they're, they're too expensive, and they're also not making the exposure they need for their sponsors. Yeah. So, but Tran Am Australia, Trans Am Australia. Has been added to the 2024 bill for supercars for for the 500. Oh, for the 500. Oh, okay. So I don't know if that's that's, a that's weird. Two um well, big right. V8s going against each other in that way of Transams and the V8 supercars. Yeah, actually, now you bring it up. Yeah, because that's been a big thing is that they are each other's rivals in that way. Sort of, but that's that, owned by the same people. Yeah, same like body type in such a way and you know yeah. a lot of similarities well, look, look how um they cracked the source when svg was gonna have a go at one yeah he, five months ago they just said hold up mate mm. S- settle down there and then he just went to nascar yeah so that went well for him shocker for a rub we'll get, we'll get into the big story of the weekend uh brody kostecki and uh erebus motorsport uh champions yeah yeah yeah, cleaned up um, drivers champion and team champion. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of fizzle the champion fight because like, okay, Friday came in with a hundred thirty one point lead. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, and I, I, before anyone starts on this whole thing, I was planning all that. If you look at the onboard, when uh, Di Pasquale fed Brown into the wall, if you go look up Brown's onboard, he had no control over that car. Yeah, the fact that SVG was the one he hit and, and took out of the race moving was not much sheer coincidence. You couldn't plan yeah, that if you tried. No, it's just straight track, just yeah. racing. It is what it is. Um, just looking at the points that uh, Brody Kostecki actually scored to, like his final points to um, secure the championship. It's two thousand eight hundred eighty-eight. Now I'm taking note of the eight eight eight, the triple eight there. Which is triple eight racing in a sense, and I just feel like that's a little bit of no one else would see it, but I just I'm looking at the points right now. I feel like that's just a bit of icing on the cake. Yeah, it's it's just nice. So maybe um because Kostecki didn't win at all over the uh, Adelaide 500 weekend, maybe he was just playing a game. He knew the mouse to get triple eight into his uh, championship numbers. There's a little bit of a fan theory there for you. I think I think you should stop looking for theories. No, that, that scares me. That's I, a, it, it's hunting crap. But that scares me. No, nah, he ran the numbers, and that's that's where he ended up. <laughs> that that scares me more than the the real fact of. I was into a um, I think my Beyond the Grid podcast interview with George Russell. Yeah, back when he was at Williams. Oh no, yeah. but, no, before he joined Mercedes, like it had been announced, and he already do, or was already doing some Mercedes um training. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, when we're in the simulator, my engineer would give me math questions for me to solve while I'm driving. Oh, gosh. And, and Will Buxton's like, oh, how hard? And he's like, oh, this times by that minus this. 
and he's doing it all while simulating a car at 200 some kilometers an hour. Good God, that's I'll struggle to do it sitting here. Yeah, that's an amazing amount of brain power that I don't think either of us have. No, to that extent. Speaking of points, we saw uh, we put a post out about this. We saw a lot of comments going on water about what would have happened Mm. with Newcastle. As we all know, we could look back to the beginning of the year. Both Red Bulls, it was a one-two of Isberg in, in the lead. Got disqualified from race yeah. one because of an incorrect position of the core box. Yeah, yeah. Which, Not a major thing, but still, rules are rules. Well, it was in the, I think it's Class C category of rules, which yeah. if I if I know correctly, if I remember correctly from what happened around it, was Class C, that's all the rules around safety. Oh, okay. So yep. it's a slam. It's non-negotiable. Dunk. Yeah, it's not. It can't be a fine. It can't be point deduction. It can't be a warning. Don't do it again. It's if anything touches safety, it's slam yeah. dunk. And apparently, I think the rules, the, the reason behind it was that it would have impeded the crush structure, having it on the driver's side so the passengers off. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I know, it was all nine months ago. Completely wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, we ran the numbers. Yeah, um, because once again, we ran the numbers because so many people took note of it. And yes, it was shared in, into Red Bull groups and all that. But, you know, they pointed it out and we're like, all right, there's enough interest here. Let's have a look. Well, let's have a look. You know, I'm a numbers guy. I would yeah. have had interest in it regardless. Yeah. Um, so we ran the numbers. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it came out to so. Coming into race 28, yeah. it would have been a 64-point lead to Kostecki. Okay, yeah. yep. At the, end of the, at the end of the series, with that second SVG just, um, DNF after race 28, the final race, it comes to a 149-point deficit. So arguably, do you really want to argue that one point? It made no real effect on the championship fight. Yeah, there were... Many other moments throughout the season that would have a way more drastic effect on everything. Just yeah, and I, I don't have the numbers on top of my head, but we did run the same numbers between Will Brown and uh, Brock Feeney, and it came to a similar thing of Brock Feeney still would have been well clear of Will Brown. Yeah, so probably would have had bigger effects all the way through. You know, with Cam Wars picking up the win off that disqualification and all yeah. that. I don't have enough time in the world to run those numbers. Yeah, someone at VSO can do it. Not my department. <laughs> yeah. This was a big enough headache just doing four drivers. Yeah. Yeah, no. V8 Sleuth would um have everything. They would have yeah, unbelievable amount of information on hand. Um what else supercars do we have going on? Uh we can look at the um well I'll touch back on that subject. So Brody yep. Steggy, first Australian champion since twenty seventeen. Oh yeah. From yeah. Perth, Western Australia. Yep, yeah, from, yep. from Perth. Right, interesting. Right, Ukrainian descent. So that wasn't something I knew until I was I was looking into a little bit, so we could write some stuff up about him for yeah. one and yeah, reading reading into his um family from Ukrainian descent. So that's hmm. yeah, a bit of trivia for yeah. you, a bit of pub yeah. trivia. Um, but first Australian born driver that was since January Cup twenty seventeen. Yeah. Um, first privateer team to do it since I think Stone Brothers in two thousand seven. Wow, yeah. And that's the same for, uh, well, privateer as in um, non-factory-backed. I'm pretty, I, I pretty wrong, but I'm pretty sure Stone Brothers, which is now ironically Erebus. Yeah. Um, Betty Kaminko brought Stone Brothers race, racing off them in 
2012. Yeah. In crowded area for Motorsport. Yeah. But uh, first Australian-based team to win since 2009. Yep. Uh, with the last one being then HRT. <laughs> with the last one being then HRT now Walker's Ride United. Yep. With, I think that might have been 2009, that was. Maybe. Who won 2009? Watch it be something it'll, it'll really annoying when I find out. I, I can see you Googling it. I'm not. No. I want to. Do you want me to Google it? So, do you want the driver's champion? Because every part of me says it's Triple J and Winkup, but he was with um with Triple Eight. Oh, it is. It is. It is. Bapopity. Um. Oh gosh, I've gone down a rabbit hole. Wikipedia. Yeah, no, Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, what? I'm thinking constructors. Sorry, uh, that's my mistake. HRT must have won the 2019 or teams. Holden yeah. Racing Team. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's that. Um. You have anything else for Supercars to cover? Uh, SPG's misfortune. Oh, we touched on it before. As in throughout the whole year, kind of misfortune. Oh, I was just thinking just Adelaide. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, that'd be the one to top it off. Yeah. So, obviously, we spoke on touch on it before. Uh, unfortunate contact. Will Brown got fed into the wall by uh, Anthony Pasquale. Totally out of control after bounce off the wall. Just hit, yeah. hit Gisbergen. Yeah. It wasn't deliberate. There's no way how it could have been. Yeah. Um, so that was the end of his race and the end of the title fight. Yeah. Um, following day, didn't qualify too often. Well. I think he qualified ninth or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then about half of the race, they reporting something was wrong with the car. There's a bit of back and forth. I checked it out, put it back out, put it back in. He goes, no, nah, something's definitely not right. It's pulling one way on the straights. It's pulling another way under braking. Feels like there's a loose wheel. There's a bit, there was a bit of speculation from the commentary that it might have been pickup of the rubber. Yeah. Right off the circuit. But oh, yeah, but build-up, because the build-up was really bad of how yeah. much um, tire deg was happening. Yeah, but a driver experiences Gisbergen wouldn't would know the difference. Plus, they put, when they put him out of they put him out on fresh tires and he came back in two or three laps later. Yeah, so. he didn't like it. Yeah. My, I think it's Mark Dutton, the team. <laughs> I believe it's Mark Dutton. That's the team manager for Triple Eight. Yeah. He was speaking to the media the other day saying that they couldn't find anything. But, you know, Gisbergen's such an experienced person and he hadn't checked out. He was still there the rest of the day. He was helping putting the truck and stuff away. So it wasn't like he just gone and stuffed this on going home. Yeah. Can't be stuffed. He was very much still there and very much frustrated by not being able to get the car out. Yeah. So they believe there's there's some issue with that chassis and they'll be able to find it when the car gets back at Brisbane. Yeah, so which will be very soon, actually. If, if it's not happening now, it's happening tomorrow. Well, I was driving I was driving back from Queensland yeah. Monday, come back to Victoria, and I didn't see any supercar stuff because they would have still been packing up. Yeah. But I saw a lot of support guys. Oh, yeah. So a lot of, a lot of little car a little car trails and stuff, a couple of the Porsche, Porsche trucks. Porsche maybe? Carreras, yeah. Were Porsche Carrera there? They were. Yeah, okay, definitely Porsche Carrera. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, no, they should be, well, we Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah, so they should be... Should yeah, be there, there, Getting about. Brisbane, maybe today or tomorrow. Probably. I don't know what the, what the truck schedule's like. Yeah. Um, all right. What did you rate the Adelaide 500 event? Overall, of what you from, saw. From yeah. what I saw, 5 out of 5. So, mm-hmm. so the right. I would have liked to see a bit of a send-off for, for Gisbergen because it's very unlikely we'll see him in a supercar. For another few years. For a while until yeah. if and when he comes back. Yeah. You know, he has talked about doing Enduros, but it's very unlikely looking at his possible schedule for next year. He's doing a bit of a mix. Yeah. He's doing a mix of all three NASCAR so uh, series. There's Cup, there's Trophy, is it? Is that all right? Um, trophy and uh, tru- tru- uh, Trucks. Trucks, Infinity. Cup. Yeah, that's the intro, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So hmm. I think he's doing, a, he's doing a mix of all three. He's busy. He's a busy boy. Be racing every weekend. He already does, but... I'll be racing every weekend over there. Yeah. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got enough as it is. <laughs> nah, so uh, probably Calvin's got to mix that up. Yeah. So probably not. Yeah, so a bit of a midpoint with Gizzy sent off, but that also, they might have sent a plan for him to do burnouts and stuff and then race. He also retired the car. Yeah. Don't know if they could have, don't know if they felt right putting the car back out just to do burnouts. Yeah. But that means no one else did burnouts, so who knows? Oh, uh, Kostecki did one around the trophy. You know one else but Kostecki. Oh, yeah. So, Kostecki celebrated. So obviously, you almost hit the trophy. Yeah, he got close, yeah. Got close in it. Quite bad. Got hit, got hit the close in the trophy during the burnouts on the main straight. Yeah. Then revved the guts out of it while pulling into pit lane with the trophy sitting in front of the car and I was collected a second time. Then... No, no one's thought about this, and I feel like they should. Am I the one that sort of skull half a Coca-Cola bottle on top of the car? I haven't seen watch, anything about watch it. Watch the footage after the podcast. He gets on the car. One of the Erebus blokes hands him, like, a 1.5-litre yeah. Coke bottle, and he just hoofs it down. Well, I imagine you would after that. It feels sick in the gut, so. I feel after sick doing... talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. He is a big boy. I reckon he can handle himself. Oh, I was a big boy myself. I, I think I messaged you. I said that's the most big boy thing. No, I yeah. messaged Adam, sorry. Yeah. So that's a big boy. That's big boy energy. That's the most big boy thing I think I've yeah. ever seen anyone do. Fucking hell. Nah, that's all right. No. Um, is that all supercars that you want to cover? Um, oh, do you want to go over the season overall? Um, actually, oh. no. Do I miss it? Before we leave Adelaide. Yeah. It's got to be said. Yeah. Matt Payne. Oh, Mega by that bloke. The last race of mate. That's what two two rookies in two years. Last two event in two years to yep. win the last minute LA five hundred. Yeah, how he's getting better and better that bloke. Oh, he's finding his limits and it's awesome. It is Penrod Racing or Grove Racing, however you want to call it. I'm pretty sure it's all the same. Penrod Racing by Grove, I think. All right, all right. <laughs> sit, sit down, boy. Um, they're putting together some great cars. Like they really come into to it. It's coming. The they're building the same. They're building the right. They're getting the right people. You know the the parody's coming in some. If the, that's the, playing any kind of factor. Oh, it definitely is. A, yeah. It's been a double forward lockout for the last four races. A lot of factors there. Yeah. <laughs> but like the Grove family overall, they've had a long thing with um with racing Porsches. Yeah. They did. I think it was the Dubai Four Hour. Yeah. With, um, the. Grown that sounds and, right. And yeah, I think they went to Bahrain as well. 
I think. It sounds yes, right. but not with Deepest Quality. No, I think that no, was a different just, get-up. I, I'm not going to try and remember the, yeah. the name. International the Drivers yeah. or something, yeah. Which, actually, Richie's going to get a crack in that. Richie Stanaway? Richie Stanaway's going to race on doing something. I missed the name of it. Some 12-hour before, oh, yeah. before the, the season kicks off for Supercars. So, oh, okay, yeah. No, nah, I remember saying it two years ago when they brought the team, like, when they brought it outright from the Kellys, like, there's going to be something big. Yeah. They're going to the right place. Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're huge. And, and there's a lot of glow up team. If you look up near Pit Lane, okay, Team 18, um, Charlie Schwarkoff. Yeah. They've been that for a long time. with a big history yeah. with DJR. Yeah. Okay, he's just brought in Andrew and Burgess. Yeah. yeah. Big going on with that. Yeah. For those that don't know, this is the person who oversaw the Gen 3 program. Yeah. And knows what everyone else's cars look like on paper. So not a lot of people happy about it. Even jump straight into a team. Yeah. Except for Team 18, they're over the moon. Yeah, I'd say would. Oh, you'd imagine how much they're copping out for it. Yeah. And then they also bring in David Reynolds. Yeah. For oh, the, the yeah. car 20 seat alongside Frosty. They are. So you have That's two. That's a very experienced. That's a lot of years of driving. The between those two. Yeah. That's. Between him and Frosty. I couldn't even tell you how many years that would be. Frosty started 2003. That's I'm, 20 years by himself then. Yeah, and then off my memory, I think. Maybe 2006 or something for Davidson. Reynolds. No, Davidson no. was like, uh, not Davidson, bloody. Reynolds. Yeah, Reynolds. Uh, I think 2012, 2012 or 2011. Yeah. Wow. So, so, at least 10, so at least 30 years Combination experience. of 30 years on track experience. Two back first wins between them. And a championship. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great lineup. Yeah. That is, yeah, your cars should be coming home safe with that. Yeah. If nothing else, you don't. Well, David's showing that he's still hungry for these um podiums. Yeah. He still wants it, and that's awesome. And I'm sure Frosty is too, but he just, some, it's just not going his Re- way. Reynolds, hungry for it. Yeah, Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I got that. The wrong I did the same thing. The but runway room. Yeah. So I'm getting um, Premier. So yeah. some of the grow, like, not on track racing, but um, they've already had their, yeah. they've still got their hands in the pot. Peter Zebris, that's like I'm looking for. Yeah. He does his own um, drag racing. It's all about it. Yeah. They're, they're same thing. They're pulling in a lot of good people. Yeah. Um, I reckon Tickford, now they're going to shed a lot of weight yeah. in terms of, okay, they all lose a lot of people, but they're... Um, but they're going to become a lot more flexible. Yeah. They, I reckon they're going to be real danger next year. Yeah. So you look, you look up and down the paddock, it's hard to look up and down the line, it's hard to find a donkey. Yeah. It's hard to find them, they're going like, no, they're going to have another rough one. Yeah, no. Everyone's going up a step now. And now that the boards have been, they've sent off a couple of supercars to the States for wind tunnel testing and just all this data from this whole season of different tracks and everything just, it's all going to go to the one core of supercars. Yeah. And it's just next year. I'd, it's going to be sorted. It's, it's going to be sorted. And hopefully it's going to be just unreal. And hopefully, I don't mind if the cars are a little bit different. Like one, uh, say a Ford's faster in a corner. In a, well, that's, um, sort of what the, that's why you don't want it to be spec series. Yeah. Because that's what gets boring. And that's what made the Commodore Falcon battle so good because Okay, change every year when they're doing a model every yeah. year or so. But you will get cars that were just great in certain corners, and yeah. But others are better than the straights, and you get those factors. So yeah, and you and that those factors would lead to just battles and iconic battles that now you would know the commentary too if you heard it. 
and all that. So, yeah. Another young son, can you see Ryan Wood? Yes, he is. He just finished in... Super 2. Super 2, yeah. And he finished 6th. Yeah. But he had... It. it came out of the blocks really hard. I think he had two or three of the first six race wins. Yeah. So he ca- he was signed up before half of the season, signed up before he could even do an endurance. Shit. Yeah. So, obviously, Eric was at Walk Train Journey, like what they see. Yeah. So, I can't say what he can do. I think it's going to be. I wouldn't expect to. I reckon we'll see flashes next year. Yeah. I reckon we're going to see flashes of speeds and a lot of lot of accidents. Rookies, you expect it. Especially yeah. when his first weekend, the car's going to be bad first. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be expecting the world out next year. Yeah. But I reckon we'll be seeing flashes and say, yeah, this is, this is going to be something. Absolutely. We just saw that with Matt Payne where he had a bit of a rough start of the season. Yeah, just figuring. Faster, yeah. faster, faster, faster. And constantly making top 10 shootouts. Yeah, all making the time. top 10 shootouts. He made top 10 in Bathurst, didn't he? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then when he came the last Sunday. Yeah. Started, well, uh, Saturday it, and Sunday, I think. Yeah, but but in terms of the race on Sunday, oh, started P2 alongside Castillo. He eventually got the position of Castillo. Yeah. And then just ran away. Just with it. Just had pace, on. great never, pace. Yeah. Was never at danger of losing the net lead. No, no, it was his to lose. Yeah, his only mistake that they point out in the broadcast was at one point he clobbered one of the tire oh, bundles. Bundles, bundles or something. pretty yeah. hard. Yeah, but that was it. Yeah, it was top drive. Absolutely. But probably the only shame was being the last race. His win got immediately overshadowed by the championship. Yeah. yeah. And Cam Waters actually won on Saturday too, yeah, which Cam was Waters. also overshadowed by Kostecki Championship, which I, I get. Yeah. But, um, you know, those drivers know they won, and that would be a bit static about that. Oh, yeah, big ticket. All right. Uh, <sighs> anything else, Supercars, you want to cover? I'm just trying to think about the gala night. Um, they did. Tickford put out a funny video. Yeah. As, as they've been getting good at. A hangover theme video. Um, yeah. Chaz won the Best and Fairest Drivers Award. Yep. Um, Kisteki won the Drivers uh, the Drivers Drivers Award, which is a award awarded by all the other drivers. It's a only they vote in it. Yep. So they those are the big winners that I know about. I'm pretty sure there's pretty others around other media stuff and all that they do. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think that's all that's what's on my head from supercars. Oh, we can go through Super 2. Um, yeah, if you want. How Cop- that got also got decided within the race through... Uh, I didn't get to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to watch race one, but I know Kyle Allen has won the championship. Yep, Kyle yeah. Allen won the championship because... Um, who was he contending? Oh, what? The name's going to slip me Zach now. Zach Best. Yeah, Zach Best, who is now, I believe, come... Second for the last few years. Yeah, few he, seasons. I think he came second three times in Super Three, and <sighs> then second last year. Yeah. Again this year. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure Zach Best had an incident on track I or something, it, and it, it just that, put yeah. him out of the yeah. put him out, and that that was that. Kai Allen just had to bring her home, really. And, so um, that's unfortunate, but um, what Joe, can you do? Was it Joe Stewart that won Super Free? Uh, Super Free Championship winner I know was. Was the guy? Uh, it was Chris Smurdon. No. Yeah, that's what it's telling me here, mate. 
Oh, yeah. I'm looking at Super Free. Super Free. Chris Murdon, and then Jason. She's right. I might be on the. I think you look at no. the race results. No, there's no way I'm looking at the wrong thing here. This is on the Supercast website itself. Unless it's just the drivers and not the fucking um, results. Yeah. No, I'm looking at the drivers. Chris Smirdon is fucking an old fella. How long has he been around? That's interesting. No, he's got um, over three decades of, dec- decades of racing across all levels of supercars. Yeah, I think you just look at the driver profile. So I've, I've yeah. got it up here on their Facebook. It was James Stewart. Yeah. So good on him. Oh, uh, absolutely. Better um, Cameron McLeod. Yeah. For the title. We, we spoke to Cameron earlier this year. And seeing some of his driving, especially what he pulled off at the Bathurst International in V8 Super Tours. Oh, yeah. We've seen a lot more of him. Oh, absolutely. You don't make a statement like that and then not just keep them coming. We, we will think both Super 2 and Super 3 championship winners yeah. from Mount Gambia. They must just have a good go-kart yeah. track out there. Must be. Just, <laughs> like, um, just a go-kart track of every kind of corner you could ever imagine. Half street track, half fucking Grand Prix track. Like, uh, what's the name of it? Like, over the back here. I can't remember the name of the one. We're like out of the same general area and not and the same car club, not all but some. Yeah. Um had Are you uh, talking Ipswich? Does it no, 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 over the back Ah, oh, this is escaping me, it's gonna really annoy me now. Um, but like out of the, out of that area came yeah. came Brocky in the seventy yeah. I was in a go kart back then. Yeah. But Brocky came from Hurstbridge. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then from the same general area came Talking um, about Yay or something? Yeah, I'm bringing up the bring up the map now. Yeah. Ah, uh, part of the Austin Seven Club area. No, 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 no. no. Where are you taking us, mate? Uh, it's one of these cases where I don't know where I'm talking about, but no one else does. We'll see. We'll see. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, the we'll see car club. But yeah. out of that general area. Came Rocky back in the seventies. Came from Hurstville, which is nearby. Yeah. But out of the Wilson Car Club came the um, Davidson Brothers. Yeah. The um, Pragoians. Yeah. Was Wind Cup out of there too? And yeah. and Jamie Wind Cup. Yeah. I mean, there's been a few hours, but those are the ones that I know off the top of my head. Yeah. But it's some That's a fun little fact. Fun little fact. Yeah. Take that one and run. That's a little treat for you, a little nugget of information off Dan. Mate, more interesting nugget, I don't mean the reason I've ever talked about the testing. The cars were sent over for their testing yeah. are the two Triple Eight DGR wildcards. So from DGR, oh, okay, yeah. Simona Dicko, Best Row, and now some two winner, Kai um, Allen's yeah. Mustang. Yeah. And Craig Lowndes and Zach. Zach Goddard. Goddard, that's right. Yeah. Zach Goddard's um, wildcard. Camaro. Oh, okay. Those ones are being set. They're probably in race ticket. Yeah, they'd just be plain. Or yeah, something, you just know. Be plain. Yeah, just to keep it keep it easy. Well, they would have they would have repaired the whole thing up at that first. Yeah, definitely. All right, so that's where we have we had Formula One as the only real other <laughs> really other we had Formula One as a real other big ticket this weekend. Yeah. Um, you won't believe who won it. Oh, Checo Perez. Nah, no, you really had a 50 50 there and you missed out. 
How's the Max one go? Oh, I'm not, <laughs> no. not telling you to do Max. Well, in editing, hopefully we can enter the Max song right now. I'd rather we not. <laughs> if someone's listened to us for this long, I don't think they deserve to cop Super Max. <laughs> <laughs> but either that or probably the worst thing to do is just play the Dutch natural anthem. Yeah. But no, mm. Max won. No contest. Oh, a little bit of competition at the front, but... Looking back on it, a few commentators were saying, Nothing. like, a few commentators were saying, um, sorry, but since that many alarms don't work. Oh, shit. Here we go. I missed out on these bloody hats. Yeah. Got me filthy. Anyway, I'll, I'll take over for the Yeah, you take over for a while, while I just buy from another podcast. Yeah. All right. So I don't really know what to say, but. I think I'll start to chalk the cut podcast up a bit. Um, 40 bucks. Jesus. Um, Yeah, so F1, obviously, clean slate, basically, for Max Verstappen. All said and done um, at Abu Dhabi. It was well done before that. I don't even remember the circuit that it was done at. It was quite a bit ago now. Um, uh, Max Championship. Yeah. Um, you do this to yourself. You try to remember Japan. something. I'm pretty sure it's Japan. Yeah. Um, guitar. Guitar. This is in the sprint race. Right. Well, there we go. A little nugget <laughs> of info. Um, yeah, so there's that. But um, other than that, really, that's no real news. Um, race Nuts. Us, we have started a group that want to join. It's called Racing Down Under. We want your posts in it. We don't want to be the ones constantly propping it up. No, we like, we will you. prop it up and build a foundation on we, it. We want to hear your stories. We want to hear your yeah. commentaries and your thoughts, yeah. what's happening. It's going to be a little bit quiet next couple of months over because in the off-season. A lot of circuit racing and stuff, like when speedway season and yeah, stuff, which speed- is a lot harder for us to get to, but yeah. we... we Oh, that's what I was gonna say. The other day, I wanted to, I, so I wanted to drive up to Wangaratta Speedway, and um, that's all good and stuff. But it, it was, it's only all good though if you go on the right day when it's actually on. <laughs> so it was actually on on the Friday. I drove up on the Saturday. You went up. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> I got away way up there, and I was like, shit, it's pretty quiet. <laughs> I thought there was something meant to be on, but happens to be the Facebook post I had looked at was, um, I didn't, I thought it said one hour. It was actually one day ago that Facebook post was posted, so I, miss, I missed the marker on that one. <laughs> Holy, why? It was a good job, though. On the way back, I was singing to tunes. It was awesome. You would so. have to. I'd punch out my windscreen. Nah, I wasn't so mad. I was just kind of... an eight-hour round trip Yeah. to oh. look at a closed lock fence. That's exactly what I did, too. It was. It's actually quite a nice park around there, too. <laughs> I can imagine that's all you could do was park. <laughs> did you do anything else in Wangaratta, or did you just go, go I home? just, um... Well, I got there, went, shit, this is pretty quiet. I thought this was meant to be popping off. Um, and I just kind of parked up for a minute in the shade. It was a pretty hot day. And I was just 
pondering a bit. I'm like, well, what do I do now? Do I just stay on this side of town or do I just drive home and make it back for the qualifying for um, Vegas? And so I'm like, screw it. I drove back and I drove back. So that's my story of uh, if you go into a speedway or traveling a decent amount of time to a racetrack or anything, just double check that it's actually on that day. Oh I speak for it's not a, it's not a mistake I'll make twice. That is legendary for me. <laughs> it was great. I I was I was fun around when this happened too. Yeah, yeah. I'd seen you earlier that day. You had. Yeah. We had a meeting earlier. That day. Yeah. And now you have. Obviously, I haven't told anyone because this has not got back to me until now. Oh, I think I told a couple mates, but um, I don't know, just not that big oh, of a thing, I guess. But it's your fun. name, the group has been changed. <laughs> <laughs> checkers. That's making me nervous now about about buying the the, the uh, hotel room for next year's LAG, uh, LA LA five hundred. Oh yeah, you should. Be... I had you checking the dates. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna do it all again myself. Yep. No, nah, don't trust this guy, you apparently. Jackass. Yeah. So there's that. That was a long drive up the Hume. <laughs> Four hours. It was a good drive. It was like a full tank of fuel. Yeah. And then some. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, we'll finish the podcast off on that note. So uh, thanks for listening. Once again, if you somehow listened this long, if not... We, we do appreciate it. Now, we'll do a bit of an update. We're going to probably go a little bit quiet on the podcast front yeah. over the next couple of months. We might do a couple of news podcasts as the season starts to roll around. Yep. We um, will try to cover some Speedway stuff. We'll when, definitely try to we'll yeah. go to something. We'll, we'll go to, to something, hopefully on the right day. Um, should be good. Love yeah. some Speedway stuff. Yeah, you'll stuff. be driving because I don't trust your date checking skills. Yeah. I'm not wasting all my fuel money on your adventures around the countryside. Yeah. Seeing closed racetracks. If you want to say, well, at least when Sandown closes, we can just go there all the time because it's a lot closer. Yeah. Instead of just going to it when it's... Probably end up in a V8 drive experience. <laughs> just going there on a random day. Didn't yeah, do that. It's good. Yeah. Um, But we're probably going to go a little bit quiet because obviously we don't have much to talk about. Um, We are sussing out distributors, so if you listen to us on Facebook or YouTube, hopefully somewhat soon... Probably when we get closer to the season starting, yeah, we're going to find a distributor and we will be on Spotify and Apple Music and Google Music and Podbeam, whatever whatever you use. But they're, they're a monthly thing, so we're probably going to start yeah. on that when it gets closer because yeah. we're not going to pay for it from January. Yeah, so. and, we'll, and we'll come back with better segments and, and better, better and structure. That's a, that's a lot of thing about what 23 for us has been, both on the podcast front, on our Facebook and videos and interviews. Yeah. A lot of it's been building. Some of the videos yeah. haven't been great. Some of the, this podcast, well, there's a whole lost episode that will never see the light of day. No. Technically, this is episode three. Yeah. This is the third time we've sat, well, probably about the fifth time we've sat down to yeah, record. Yeah, we've done a few test runs. Yeah. And then there's a whole episode that we listened to it and went back and never see the light yeah. of day. We were basically sleep deprived and trying to do something, but yeah. Yeah. We've we, we learned not to do that. Yeah. So basically, it's going to be bigger and better in 24. It's going to be a lot more streamlined. And, um, yeah, a lot, a lot we've done this year is just yeah. get the infrastructure, connect to a few people. You yeah. know, we, we've made some real big, not I wouldn't say big connections, but we've made connections with people in the industry that yeah. realms on the, on the know who we are and what we're about and what we want to do. Yeah, next year we, we pretty much go 
Balls to the walls. Balls to the walls. This podcast will become a lot more regular. It won't be just once in a blue moon. Yeah. We're hoping, we're not going to guarantee, but we're hoping maybe every race week for domestic that would be series. Good. That would be good, if yeah. The, if the domestic, we mean supercars or speed series. Yeah. We're hoping maybe an episode before and after each one of those category runs. Yeah. Plus maybe around any major international events like the Bathurst 12 hour. That's probably the one that's going to kick off, kick off with. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And uh, feel free to join our group of Racing Down Under and post your photos, stories, and videos into it. And uh, like Race Nuts on Facebook. Yeah. Get into it. Cheers. Cheers.